as you can see now in Israel, but a few, but few years ago you saw what happened with the COVID-19 mm-hmm. and the war in Ukraine, that uh, the world experienced uh, shortage, like a shortage in the supply chain. So, and we expect uh, to see more such events that can influence the food security and the supply chain. And we need to have an innovative solution in place, like what Imaginary is doing, uh, building a different supply chain for dairy production with more flexibility. And you need to have a supply chain that is not based on a lot of, that uses a lot of resources, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, energy, water, and uh, so on. I think a lot of Israelis are saying that right now when it comes to the uh, food uh... Uh, the, the farmers in the south, they don't have people to pick their crops and things like that. So what is it that your company is uh, is pushing here? So, yes, uh, you see a lot of uh, volunteers out there in the field, and uh, but it's uh, not, not just uh, vegetables, it's also cows. Mm-hmm. You know, there are not enough people to milk, the, to milk the cows, and the problem is even bigger compared to vegetables because not to, uh, uh, milking the cow requires um, expertise. And I can remind you that there was a milk shortage in Israel even before the, the war. So our solution at Imaginary is to help and produce real dairy without the cows. A real dairy without the cows, imaginable dairy. Yeah. <laughs> so how does that work? So what we're doing is basically we teach microorganisms. It could be yeast, bacteria, mushroom. Uh, in our case, we teach mushroom how to produce milk proteins that are identical to the protein in cow's milk. And the proteins in cow's milk are the building block of every dairy product you would see in the supermarket, the different kinds of cheese, yogurt, ice cream, doesn't matter. You need to have the, the proteins, and this is what we are doing. So it's not fake milk, but it's cloned milk. Yeah, it's, this is uh, identical. From nutritional perspective, it's identical. What the difference is uh, in terms of sustainability, mm-hmm. our product is by far more eco-friendly. Our products are cholesterol-free, lactose-free, no hormones, no antibiotics, so it's much better for your health. But in terms of taste and flavor, it's identical what is to it? what you what, find what, in the supermarket. Uh, yeah, what does it taste like? Is it uh, taste, exactly taste like, like the pl- uh, yes? It seems like it would taste like plastic. No, no, it tastes like... Uh, the dairy you find in the supermarket. If you like uh, cheese or ice cream or milk, it's a, a test exactly the same of the origin. Uh, yeah, is this the future? Is this how food is going to be created in the future? Yes, definitely, because uh, the current uh, supply chain uh, of the food uh, system is not sustainable. So while the population is growing, we are not able to supply, we won't be able to supply all the protein for the, all the people in the world. So we need to find innovative solution in order to have a more efficient uh, supply chain for the food. Now, uh, people are going to ask me, well, is this more expensive than regular milk? How, how does it compare? No. So uh, this is one of the biggest challenges of this industry is how to bring the product not just in the right taste or the nutritional value, but also to have it at the same price tag as cow's milk. So in the beginning, I assume it will start a little bit more expensive, but uh, as we grow and the economic of scale uh, will kick in, then the price will be as 
uh, the price you find in the supermarket, the same price. Uh, uh, and why I can say it? Because microorganism like mushroom with our technology is much more efficient in producing the milk protein compared to cow. Cow is a very inefficient bioreactor. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other products do you think could come up like this besides milk? No, it's not only milk. It's the all dairy products, the all range. So oh. it could be mozzarella cheese, chowder, whatever. Once you have the, the proteins, you can do the all range of the dairy products. Now, I assume that this takes a lot less space than having a dairy farm in uh, the fields for the cows, right? Yeah, it's uh, used something around 1% of the land compared to traditional uh, uh, production of uh, milk. So, uh, yeah, where does it stand right now? Is it a finished product? So we are in a very advanced stage, uh, uh, and we'll see the product in the supermarkets somewhere next year. Really? What is it going to be called? Ah, this is something that is up to our customers. As we are a B2B company, we're working with companies like Strauss, Danone, and others. Uh, and they are the ones that are responsible to, the, uh, the lab- to labeling the product. Mm-hmm. So this is something that usually they keep secret until the launching date. But when you call, can you call it milk? It's, it's a tricky question because yeah. it depends on the territory. In different geography, there is different regulatory uh, process. In some geography, you cannot call it milk. You can, call it, you can only call it beverage. Mm-hmm. In other, you can call it milk. Uh, again, it's something that is regulated to require regu- uh, regulatory and not uh, for something uh, uh, biologic. In biologic terms, it's milk. In Regulatory-wise, it's a different story in different geographies. You know, in the big picture, this is very fascinating, almost like a science fiction novel. Maybe this is how they're going to have milk for astronauts in space one day. <laughs> but uh, how, how do you, is this how you see the future of uh, food coming? Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of investments are done in the food tech in general. That You know, the, the whole reason of uh, food tech uh, industry is to find innovative solutions to, to address the, uh, the sustainability issue of our uh, food production process. Uh, you have the same problems with meat, you have the same problem with the eggs, and many other uh, products. So already big companies, big traditional food uh, companies investing in this field because everybody understands there is no other way to go uh, forward. And we must find better uh, solutions. And, and where does Israel fit into all this? So Israel is the, uh, the second Silicon Valley for all related to food tech. It's the second uh, biggest uh, center or innovation center worldwide after the U.S. Uh, there are many food tech companies here in Israel that bring a lot of uh, solutions into the table. Uh, we are have a very strong position, position in the, the world industry uh, to find a new innovative solution for the food.